Hello my lovelies, Naomi here gleefully from The Word Count, ready for our next episode of Writing Rants. Now for those of you who are looking at your screen like, oh my god, why is she so hyper? I have been excited about this episode for the last two weeks. It has taken immeasurable amounts of self-control for me not to spoil the surprise before we got here. So without further ado, today's episode will be a book-to-book -book comparison. Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James versus Blind and Bound by Kalani Black. So let's get started. Alright, okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and start my comparison with Fifty Shades of Grey, only because that is the one that most of you are probably familiar with. Um, and I'm going to describe the first chapters of Fifty Shades as well as Blind and Bound so you can get an idea of how I experience the rest of the book. So in the first chapter, Fifty Shades, um, our heroine Anastasia Steele is forced into meeting our hero Christian Grey because her best friend who was supposed to interview Christian fell ill and made her take her place. Um, and while Anastasia is frantically getting ready at the last second, she says that she brushes her hair into submission, um, which is a nice little bit of foreshadowing to the BDSM relationship that she'll enter with, enter in with, with Christian Grey. Um, it's debatable if you listen to some of the fans, but we'll just say that it is for right now. Um, Anastasia's last name also happens to be Steel and she uses the word steel to describe Christian Grey's building before she goes in. She says it's all curved glass and steel, it's imposing, it's large, she's just feeling completely out of her element. And this is a nice moment that kind of reflects how Christian Grey is actually feeling out of his element, but also it foreshadows a little bit the, that the relationship that they're going to have. Steel and Christian Grey are going to be intertwined throughout the series. That's what we have to look forward to for the rest of Fifty Shades of Grey, in between the sex scenes, of course. <laughs> so, Blind and Bound starts off with an introduction of Jenny, who is the heroine of the story. Um, she's interested in the BDSM lifestyle, and she's going to a BDSM club with her friends. Uh, now, she is actually in a committed relationship with this guy named Carter, and he has absolutely no interest in BDSM. He doesn't want to try it. He won't even pretend to try it or watch anything with Jenny. He is just like, it's my way or no way. Um, the protagonist, Jenny, happens to be blind, um, and the hero happens to be blind as well, so that's one of the things that allows them to connect in the first place. Um, but in the second chapter, we meet Cyrus. He is our Christian Grey figure in this book, if you will. He is interested in BDSM as well as being a dominant, but his family doesn't approve and actually goes out of their way to, to thwart his relationships because of it. Um, so he ends up at that same BDSM club and that's where he meets Jenny and they decide to embark on a sadomasochistic relationship together. And that pretty much sums up the book. There's a lot of interesting dynamics in both books that I don't want to talk about because I don't want to ruin it for you. So now you have a general idea of where the book goes, where the plot of each book goes. So we are down to the big question, which book did I prefer? So 
this is a difficult one. This is honestly a difficult one. Um, I read the books numerous times. I sat down, I analyzed them, and it's still a pretty tight decision. I'm still relatively undecided. Um, what I really loved about Fifty Shades of Grey was the foreshadowing and the subtleties and the symbolism that you see in between the, the, the sexual scenes in the book. Um, but <laughs> which tempts me to want to, to pick that, but then calls to mind the many sexual scenes. In, in my opinion, at least 10 chapters that could have been deleted from the book. Now, you might be thinking, well, if you don't like reading about sex, then you are not going to like Fifty Shades of Grey. And, and that's simply not the case. I don't mind reading er erotic fiction. I actually enjoy it when it's written well. Um, Fifty Shades, for one, didn't leave very much to the imagination. You pretty much get a play-by-play -play of everything that they do, which isn't mentally or physically stimulating to me in any way. So that was a bit of a, a disappointment for me, but I do understand that some people enjoy that. Um, but also in, in the sex scenes that they have, the, the timeline starts to break up a little bit in, in service to what the audience wants or what James perceived the audience wants, which is sex. Yeah, I actually really just preferred the, the writing style in, during the story elements, but that's just me. Also, not to be crude, but the, the sex scenes, they honestly read like, um, like a 13-year-old found an anatomy textbook and decided to write an erotic fiction using as many words from that book as they could find. It just was very stilted in my opinion, and like I mentioned, doesn't leave room for the imagination. I like Blind and Bound specifically for the portrayal of BDSM. Um, in Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, it seemed as more of a taboo. Um, Anastasia is not really interested in it at all, and she's innocent. She's, she's a virgin to begin with, but also just innocent to, to a lot of things. And it, it makes it seem like even Christian at times feels self-deprecating because of his sexual desires which doesn't really hold true to what BDSM is and, and like I said they they mention they treat Christian like he's just a really controlling boyfriend that she tries to control things um, for Anastasia outside of their sexual life which doesn't really adhere to BDSM culture from what I've researched and from the people um, that are in the lifestyle that I've spoken with um, and in Blind and Bound, it was stays true to at least what I perceive the BDSM lifestyle to be. You know, two people who happen to like certain sexual things that they do for one another, and, and that's it. One likes control, one likes to be controlled. It, it seems very simple to me. Um, and I like how they how Black portrayed that in Blind and Bound. Um, it's just two people that are interested in the lifestyle, wanted to experiment with each other. They actually ended up getting lucky, finding someone they really enjoyed being with in that way that they trusted and it was just a, re a rewarding experience as opposed to in Fifty Shades where Anastasia actually breaks up with Christian because she asked him hey I want to see what you like and he does it and she felt violated even though he did try to he did tell her what she was getting herself into but regardless she felt violated breaks up with him so it's a the BDSM in Fifty Shades is almost demeaning to Christian, which is ironic because he's supposed to be dominant. This is how he's supposed to get his release from lacking control and everything else in his life. 
Um, whereas in Blind and Bound, again, they're both happy with each other. Um, I also like how the BDSM affects Cyrus and Jenny's life in Blind and Bound. Jenny ends up breaking up with her boyfriend, which turns out to be uh, a toxic relationship, relationship anyway. She finds sexual happiness with Cyrus and she's moving on to a new stage of her life. Cyrus uh, ends up taking some of the, the, the confidence that he had from being a dominant with Jenny into his actual life and he can separate himself from his controlling family. So it's emancipating for both of them. And again, in Fifty Shades, it's more hampering for both of the characters. Um, what else? I mean, they both had wayward side characters that were never really, they were never really shown any love. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that pun. Um, they're just names on a page. I honestly couldn't really connect them anybody for any reason. I mean, except Kate, but Kate in Fifty Shades of Grey is just a plot device. She's, oh, how how Anastasia meets Christian Grey because Kate was sick. Uh, uh, why does Anastasia not have to worry about what she's going to do after college and have, you know, some interesting conflict in the story? Because Kate found an apartment and they're going to live together. It's just very... It, it, it. That kind of actually leads me to my next point. The conflict. There's no real conflict in Fifty Shades of Grey out like outside of their relationship. I mean, you, the, the author brings up these realistic con conflict elements like Anastasia's um, you know, career plans, what she's gonna do after graduation, things like that, money, but everything is fixed by Christian. Christian's rich, money, problem solved. He has, a, a, um, he has enough money to buy a publishing house so he can give her a job, done. You know, you know, everything is just taken care of. She can't afford to go back home to see her parents. He pays for it. Her her car needs fixing. He just buys her a new one. You know, I, so there's nothing really interesting happening there to me, for me. Um, in Blind and Bound, Jenny and Cyrus don't really have conflict in their relationship other than their family. Jenny's boyfriend doesn't like the lifestyle, doesn't approve of it, doesn't want her trying it, but doesn't want to let her go either and Cyrus's family disapproves of his lifestyle. Um, and both of those conflicts are solved by the end of the book. Um, I feel like they're less throwaway conflicts than in Fifty Shades. I still think that there could have been more to that story, but that's just a personal preference. Just judging by what they had, I liked what Blind and Bound did a little bit more. Uh, the characters. Jenny stayed really consistent for me throughout the book, which is really important to me. Um, after reading Fifty Shades and Anastasia kind of flip-flops, oh, I want to try it, I don't want to try it, I want you to spank me, I don't want you to spank me, and she just flip-flops back and forth the whole time. And it's frustrating to me as a reader because I don't see any particular growth there for her, or for, for Christian even, but so... Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead with Blind and Bound here. Um, overall, I think I enjoyed reading that story more as, as a whole. Like I said, Fifty Shades has some ph phenomenal elements in it, but then those sex scenes just really just kill it for me. And so a as a unit, as a book, I really didn't enjoy reading it as much as I did Blind and Bound.
So if you have listened to this podcast and you are interested in purchasing Blind and Bound, we do have a link in the description. You can also find Kalani Black on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'll have her handles in the description as well. Don't be shy to give her a shout out, a follow, a like, a share, anything. If you happen to read her book, please, please, please leave a review. You don't know how important that is to authors, even if it's something as simple as five stars, I loved it, or one star wasn't for me. Any feedback helps. So I wanna take this final moment to thank E.L. James and Kalani Black for allowing me to feature your books on our podcast. Um, to the listeners who have tuned in every week since the beginning, thank you. We could not do this without you. So please like, follow, share, keep doing what you're doing. Your support is felt. If you happen to be a poet listening to this podcast, The Word Count will be hosting a weekly poetry contest throughout the month of July. There is no submission fee. All you have to do is post your poem and tag The Word Count in it to submit. We'll have more details on that and the judging process in our post coming up at the end of this week. But the prize is free advertising on our website, podcast, and various social media. So that's not an opportunity that you want to miss out on. I hope to see you guys next week. Ciao, ciao.